Blog Talk Radio. Let me finish my point. But what's that? Right, 
great play. It was a great play. But at any rate, mm-hmm. I mean, the Bears' offense put mm-hmm. six points. Cody Parkey put up nine. I'm not trying to hear this this lame, you know, Cody Parkey thing, especially when we saw the ball got tipped. At first, I mean, everyone thought, and you know, myself included, that it was just a regular clean doink, clean choke job. Which I mean, obviously, wasn't the best kick in the world, but certainly you would think that someone uh, tipping it had some sort of effect on the trajectory. But six points on offense <clears throat> um, from Trubisky, it just it just wasn't enough. It was disappointing. The Bears had Super Bowl expectations. They really did. They were a really balanced team. It was just disappointing to see their offense not show up and their defense to not get stopped that final drive. You know, I, I do want to say one thing. First of all, um, it is perfectly okay to blame the kicker because that's what he's getting paid to do, kick the ball. So, sorry, I completely disagree. He, your job is playoffs. Three out of four ain't enough. You need you need to be perfect because yeah, but it was tipped. All the way through, but it was tipped. Yeah, okay. It was tipped because he changed. He changed right. his kick. He literally changed how he kicked the first kick that went through versus the second kick. Immediately when it came uh, off his foot, it started going left. Like immediately, I that did, first I didn't kick that. did not that's do not that. What he, said. he put. He put more air. He put more air under the first kick, which is the reason why the trajectory was so much higher for them not to get anything on it. Let's understand. You don't watch my team like I watch my team. I watch the game. (laughs) I know you don't. Yeah, you watch the game, and yet you and yet your analysis is still kind of weird. But go ahead. They they scored six points. I mean, train, train. I mean, did they? Did they not? Underachieve relative expectation versus a team that they should have beaten. They were they okay, were six point that, favorites, bro. If, like they were the biggest favorites this, if, over if the you, weekend. I know you was here for that fifteen minutes soliloquy I gave before we what's name already said there there are certain things that we did not do right. But at the, but at the end of the day, the kicker still had a chance for us to win that game. And if all you do is kick, you're forty three yards. You're at home. You shouldn't miss. Other kickers. Come in and they are over ninety. They are ninety four percent kicking in Soldier Field, and our kicker is less than that. Doesn't make sense. It's forty three yards, bro. You should make that kick. Yeah, I, I do want to say two things, K Star. One is, you know, a week ago we were pretty easy on you, and um, you're making me feel like we shouldn't have been because you, you're being kind of hard right. on Train when Train was. But I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying we were pretty easy on you a week ago in your moment of pain. Just remember that. You know what I mean? We were very. I'm honest. not trying to. Still in such a pain. And uh, you know, Bro. and 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 the second thing I'll say is I don't want to hear this. Nick Foles did this last year and this year crap when he didn't play off season either season. Elway and Montana played the entire season, took their team to the playoffs, and then made those. Accomplishment. Fold did not. So uh, all of that. Well, he saved the Eagles season this year, though. This this season, he saved the Eagles season. We 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 understand that. We have to acknowledge well, we he saved the Eagles we, season. This we year. don't know what we don't know what Carson Wentz would have done because he wasn't on the field to do it. So we don't know. It, that, that's the bottom line. Um. So what we, what we do know is Nick Foles did save the season. 
Yeah, we do. So well, before you, you want to put money on the starting quarterback next year? Because I already know. Who's before JB, that's a different. That's a, that's a exactly. different discussion. I'm sure the Wentz will be the well, guy. No, I mean, it's the same what else going to do? If Nick Foles is all that, he won the Super Bowl. I told all of y'all he will be the backup next year. <laughs> he ain't worth. Well, I already knew he'd do that. Was that? So, then, I, I I I agree with you. I knew he was going to end up being being a backup. There's no way he's going to end up end up being a starter. But just on Nick Foles again, I, I, let me say before JV jumps for uh, little big brother Jay jumps in here with his voice of reason. Listen, man, to sit here and say Trubisky played an awful game and the Foles, Nick Foles played a great game, that's ridiculous, bro. I'm sorry, Nick Foles didn't play a great game against Chicago. We picked him off twice. We put pressure on him several times. Okay, the drive that actually got – that actually he had one good drive. The next drive that they scored the touchdown on, that they gave him the game-winning touchdown, we helped him out with a penalty. We helped him out with 10 men on defense in the red zone. I mean, bro, he did not play this great game. I would appreciate if you would, like, open your eyes and realize that and say Trubisky was horrible. No, Matt Nagy took too long to attack that team. Because Mitch could have did that most of the game. That secondary was playing so aggressive, ridiculously aggressive. I'm like, double move them, and that's exactly what he did second half. And beating them all, right, all well, day downfield. We, we've been on the air for the better part of 25 minutes, and JB hasn't said a word. JB, come on in here, man, and get some of this. Uh, I feel like this is the Royal Rumble. I'm contested number four. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know something, me, Gene. <laughs> little, little, little mini tip of the cap to to Gene Oakland there, if if I do say so myself. Um, there you go. About eighty percent of what I've heard so far, I agree with. Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat. Case I don't think Trubisky had a bad game. Did he leave some stuff out there and had a few errant throws? Of course he did. But I think that can be said for just about any quarterback we've seen so far in these playoffs. And not to mention, this is his very first playoff game. So I give him a little bit of a slack on that one. But outside of that, I thought he played pretty well. The problem that I have is not so much the kicker, but I'll save that for a little bit. Uh, I think, Train, you may have touched on it. The defense and the fact that maybe it was T, but the defense is where I, I question because not only the ten men on the field, but when you're in crunch time, fourth quarter, you know the other team is coming down and they got to get a touchdown, and you don't stop them, and you're the number one, at least top three, I'll say, defense over the entire regular season. Got the the beast Khalil Mack and and all the other guys over there. You cannot allow a touchdown to happen. You can't. That just that cannot happen. So they went ahead and they gave up the touchdown, and you can already sense, mm, not too sure about this one. Then Trubisky comes down and gets them in, into position for a game-winning field goal situation. So there's blame to be led all over the place between the defense, between the offense, leaving some meat on the bone out there. Although, I tell you what, Allen Robinson was having himself a good game. But I really thought they were going to feature Tariq Cohen a little bit more. I'm, I'm surprised that he didn't get yeah. as many touches as I was hoping he would get. But I guess that may go yeah. to either play calling, uh, they didn't get the, the mismatch that they were looking for, or maybe it was a poor matchup, something. But he should have gotten the ball a little bit more. Um, so there's blame for the offense, there's blame for the defense. And then I agree, 43-yard field goal, you got to make those. Um, tip, not tip, you got to make those. 
Um, the, the other thing I will say about that is when he kicked it the first time, that it barely made it. And on the second one, I think he may have changed it because he realized he didn't kick it well, so he's trying to get some more on it. And it's hard to gauge. I mean, none of us have kicked field goals before. So you're trying to gauge just how much you got to kick into it, you're unsure. So he must have changed something. I don't know what outside of trajectory, but you, you got to make those kicks. Not like, he's doing, not like he's doing it on purpose, but he's, he, he, it's true he's got to make those kicks. But there's blame to go all around, all three phases JB? of the game. Yeah. yeah. We've all kicked field goals before on Madden. Okay, go ahead. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So there's blame to go all around. And like I said, when these playoffs started, it's about all three phases of the game. You can't do it on just offense. You can't do it on just defense. you got to do it on special teams. So I'm not going to put all the blame on, on Parkey. Should have made it, I agree. But to train your initial point that you said after you kind of calmed down about things, shouldn't have been in that position to begin with. And that's really where I'm coming from. Shouldn't have been in that position to yeah. begin with. So there's blame to go all the way around. Disappointed, too. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't want to play the Cowboys. I, I just had a funny feeling about it. I'm not saying that I saw Eagles winning against the Bears. I want the Bears to win. But um, – I feel for your train, especially losing the way that that you did. Um, my, my pastor, he's a Bears friend, a Bears fan, diehard, just like you. So I had to talk him off the ledge a little bit, just like yourself. So, um, yeah, a great season, man. You got a lot to look forward to. Great season. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get moving because we've got four games to pick. Um, and um, this train is driving. Um, I will I will record the the picks and I train. I'll send them to you. Um, so you so you have them. And uh, but I believe was anybody else three and one this weekend? I think you. No, I you were the only three right? and one individual. You were That's the only three and one individual. Yeah, my weekend absolutely sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Davey was hey, one man, and three, I and I think me and K Star were two and two, but we had the same pick. And, and the sad yeah. thing is, I really wanted to take the Colts, but I think if I, if I, if I just couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. And I wasn't going to take the Eagles. I, I don't care what was happening. I wasn't taking them. So it just sucked. Uh, I was a field goal away from 4 0. That's all I got to say. Um,. All right, I well, this week is going to be a little bit. This week, what's that? I said I would be very happy for you to have that 4-0. I know, I know, I know you would have. I know you would have. Um, well, this this one here, this week here is going to be even, you know, it gets tougher as we go on. So uh, let's let's make some picks here and let's see what we got. So first game on Saturday uh, late afternoon, the Colts go and visit the number one seed, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, I think all four of these games are, are frankly a challenge to pick for a lot of different reasons. And um, Andrew Luck is looking really good. Um, I think people have uh, anointed Mahomes a little early. I think the dude's got a lot of talent. Um, but they're home, and we know Kansas City is probably the toughest place even tougher than uh, than Seattle to play. Um, so 
for that reason, um, as of today, I, I could change by Saturday, and I, if I and I'll text you guys if I do. But I, I, I'm slightly leaning towards Kansas City, um, and it's very slightly, like 50.1 to 49.9. Um, so right now, I'm going to go with the Chiefs at home, and really, that's all I got. Andrew, look, I, I, I just think he's playing at a very high level, and I think the Colts are on a roll. And you know, sometimes. We, we're, we're seeing something with teams that are hot, teams that are hot. It's, it's making some sense here. So, anyway, I go with the Chiefs. Uh, JB, who you got and why? Oh, man, this you are right. This is going to be a great weekend. I'm going to actually, right now, I'm going to go with the Colts, and I, I need to see what the weather is because of the Ravens-Chargers game. I should have went with the Chargers. I thought it was going to be a rainy game, and that's why I, another reason why I went to the Ravens. I want to see what the weather's going to be like, but I'll hold that off for later. I'm going to go with the Colts because of the momentum that they have and the fact that um, Everflush, the one that used to be with the, with the Cowboys, now the D coordinator with the Colts, he seems to be working up some magic and got those, those boys dialed up. Um, it's another season when you get to the postseason. Is Mahomes ready? We'll find out. But I'm actually going to take the Colts right now. Okay. And it's, it's Everflush, by the way. Thank you. I, it's some flus. <laughs> All right, Dr. Train, who you got and why? Uh, Man, I'm going to go ahead and take the Colts in this one. I ain't got nothing against Patrick Mahomes, man. I think that dude is freaking phenomenal. I think he's, freak, he's a freak at quarterback. Um, But with the way Indianapolis can run the ball right now, I mean, they're running the ball well in the playoffs. That is, that is dangerous. And their defense, I don't know one person on their defensive line, but they are all over the place. And, I mean, they are fast. They are really fast. And that's what you need to be to go up against Kansas City. So, I, I like I, I like the coach for the momentum. I like him for the way the defense is playing. I like him for the way Andrew Luck is playing. All right. K-Star. Yeah, I got to go with the Bonafide brand, you know, Mr. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. It's tough, though. Indianapolis is playing so so well. They've only given up 15, a uh, little over 15 points the last 10 games of the season. Uh, they dominated the Houston's offense, but Patrick Mahomes at Kansas City is a little bit different, uh, a lot different. Let's, let's be honest about that. Um, <clears throat> you know, another thing about Kansas City is their defense is pretty underrated at home. At home, they play much better. They give 10 less points a game at home. And they actually led the NFL this year in sacks. Um, you know, not something you don't really associate Kansas City with defense because uh, they've been so, you know, dismal at times on on, uh, on defense on the road. But they're at home. I think they get enough stops. Um, I cannot wait for this game. I love that Andrew Luck is playing so well. I'm glad he's he's back. Um, but, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he was a clear bonafide for week one, and uh, I'm not going to stop now. He's He's on a mission. All right. Um, next game, Saturday night, Cowboys at the Rams. Going to start this one with JB. Man, you need to have another miscue with this whole Black Talk radio so I can say, come on, man. You know I'm going with my boys. They're flying. They've got to control the line of scrimmage on both sides. I think they can do it. And I also think that um, uh, well, I lost my train of thought that Zeke is going to have an extra special game. Going with my boys. 
All right. Dr. Train, Cowboys at the Rams. That should have been us, man. I feel so bad for letting y'all down, man. Y'all should not have to travel to L.A. right now. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, look, man, y'all y'all shape damn near like us, man. You know what I'm saying? We cousins. Dude, just go in there and get this win. I ain't got a whole lot of reasons why I want to pick y'all. I'm just saying y'all should go in there and get this win. I'm just upset right now. It's, it, this, is, this is my this is still salt in my wound, man. You know what I'm saying? Go in and get this win, man. Telling you, Jared Goff can be shook, bruh. Go in there and get just go ahead. Stop the run. Okay? Don't have a Marlon Mack incident. Stop this run and get after Jared Goff. And I'm telling you that team folds. Make sure you know you handle Aaron Donald. And everything else falls in place, man. We showed you, dude. Just go back and watch me 14. We showed you. I'm taking that right. right away. All right. Uh, K-Star. Uh, I guess I'm the only one who picks the Rams. Um, <clears throat> oh, I don't really think the home field. I wouldn't be surprised if. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas Cowboys fans actually took over the stadium. It's not like the Rams have a solid, strong base yet. Obviously, the Cowboys yeah. definitely do. So I don't think that you can really get that home field advantage you would otherwise expect for a playoff game. Um, you know, I feel like the Cowboys have absolutely the matchups here to make this a really close game, which gives them a shot to win. My only concern is Dak Prescott's home has been really prone this year to fumble it when he, you know, gets when he places when he gets a lot of pressure on him. And I think that Dominic and Sue, um, and of course Aaron Donald are definitely going to bring some heat on this game. And you know, if the Rams are able to generate any sort of fumble uh, from Dak, then I think that's that's going to be enough to cost them the game. Uh, the Cowboys this game, just given the strength of how well the Rams' offense plays. Now, I know the Cowboys' defense can certainly limit them, but, again, turnovers are going to be a really big deal. That might be the deciding factor of this game. And um, So I'm worried about, you know, Dak being able to hang on, hang on to that ball when he's playing against all-world uh, Aaron Donald, who is the best defensive lineman in the game, uh, especially the Cowboys' offensive line not looking so good in pass protection as of recent weeks. Okay. Um, first of all, Sue is more of a run-stopper than a pass rusher. Um, so I'm not really worried about his pass rushing. I'm more worried about him, his ability to stop the run. And if we've got Suofilo back, which all the reports indicate um, that we will have him back, if you look at the first game against Philly, Suofilo manhandled um, Fletcher Cox the entire game. Fletcher Cox could do nothing on this guy because he's a big, strong Samoan, and that's what you need. I'm not saying Donald isn't a monster. I'm just saying we got a guy that might be able to match him strength for strength and might be able to keep him in check. We will see. Um, time will tell. Um, you know, we lost a turnover battle against Seattle and won. So I think that is a misnomer that that's going to dictate or could dictate the game. Um, Dak is a winner. I mean, point blank. Um, he's got the second most wins since joining the league behind the GOAT, Tom Brady. He's got the most fourth-quarter comebacks since entering the league period. Um, You know, what this team showed against Seattle was just impressive on another level. You've got a Super Bowl winning head coach, 
um, a national champion and Super Bowl winning head coach and a Super Bowl winning quarterback by, who, by all accounts, everyone says is better than Dak Prescott. And I think Dak, you know, matched him blow for blow. And, and frankly, and maybe it's not Russell Wilson's fault, but I think Dak actually outplayed him. But I think some of that is play calling and Pete Carroll. I, I'm not going to necessarily blame all that on Russell Wilson. Um, the, the other thing that I think people aren't realizing in this game, uh, you know, uh, one of you guys mentioned the fans and, you know, Dallas for 30 plus years has done their mini camp in Southern California. So when they go and play in Southern California, yes, it's going to be 60, 60% Cowboy fans. It's going to be a home game. So the fan base isn't going to matter. Um, but the other thing that people are totally, I think some people are missing is our assistant defensive coordinator and uh, secondary coach is Chris Richard. Y'all remember who Chris Richard coached with for the last seven years? I'll tell you you who he coached with for the last seven years, the Seattle Seahawks. And didn't the Seattle Seahawks play the Rams twice a year? And haven't the the Rams, as they were, as, uh, I mean, the Seahawks, um, who would know the Rams better than a guy who's played them twice a year for the last seven years. So I think when we're talking about what they're capable of doing, we've got the right guy to scheme with um, Rod Marinelli because last year he was there. He played them twice. So he knows, you know, with, you know, the boy genius uh, McVeigh. You know, not with Fisher. Yeah, he played him, you know, when Fisher was there too. But with McVeigh, I'm not saying it's going to give us an advantage. I'm saying it's going to level the playing field. I'm saying it, it gives us, in, in a game where Dallas, last I heard, was an underdog by like seven or eight points, I think we get a couple of those points back when you look at some of these factors. And the last thing I'll say is while um, LA's defense um, has some monsters on it and can be stout, why don't you? look up their stats against the run, because I believe they're like 22nd against the run. And we know what yeah, they can be. Yeah, they can be had in the run game. That's, that's they true. They can be yeah. had. That's, that's what I'm screaming. We know what Zeke's been doing. Now, you know, they've got a couple of cornerbacks that pretty doggone good. So let's see what Amari Cooper, Tavon Austin, Cole Beasley, um, you know, Jarwin and the, and the boys can do. Um, and, and let me just take 30 seconds to just say, man, Alan Hearns. Number love, baby. Man, that looked that looked bad. And uh, I understand he came through successful ankle surgery and um looks looking good for you to be able to make a full recovery is the early prognosis. So that's great news. But man, I know it's heartbreaking. This guy is one of the one of the off the field, he's just a good dude, does a lot in the community and uh very well respected. You know, that's why if you notice everybody went over. Both both I mean that's kind of normal, but everybody went over. And gave him that because yeah. he's just that guy. He's not a trash talker. He's just very well liked and well respected. And so, um, just you know, prayers to him. But it, it looks like he'll be able to make a full recovery. So, good news there. But I, I, I think the, the last comment. I know I said the other one was the last comment, but this will be the last comment. Um, you know, Jason Garrett over the last several weeks is showing me something I've never seen as a head coach. 
you know, I I watch everything. You know, like Trainer said, y'all don't fuck with maybe JB other than JB. And y'all don't watch this team like I do. And Jason Garrett is showing me something special. Um, you know, like I I, I kind of want to say where was all this when Roma was quarterback, but it's water under the bridge. But you know, just a, a leadership on a level that I didn't know he was capable of. And, you know, the decisions, the play calls, um, you know, the ability to, to motivate the players and, you know, rally them and keep them focused. And, you know, everybody calls him Coach Clapper and all that crap. You know, those are, those are guys that watch Fox Sports and, you know, ESPN, and they, they don't watch the game. They don't follow the team and, like, listen to 105.3, the fan down in Dallas. And, you know, they don't do what I do to really understand my team. They listen to the networks that, you know, spend five minutes on the Cowboys and think they're Cowboy experts. And, um, you know, I was watching a D'Angelo Hall talk about the Cowboys and how they were going to go play the Saints. And they had to come back because somebody probably whispered in his ear, no, they're playing the Rams. And he had to come back, oh, I met, I met the Rams. Yeah, no, you didn't. You didn't know what was going on, dude. Anyway, um, I like this matchup. And, frankly, while I was rooting for the Bears, if I had to pick, this would have been the game. Uh, I, I don't want to go to New Orleans and play New Orleans after the whooping. Um, well, I guess we didn't put a whooping on them, but we upset them. Um, they're mad. <laughs> so so they need to play another team first. And if we got to go to New Orleans next week, if we win this game, fine. That's okay. But I didn't want to go there this week with them having a week off and we come into town. Yeah, nah, I didn't like our, I didn't like our chances, even though we, we, we beat them. I like this game. The Bears gave us a road map. Our defense is playing style. Dak is playing better. You know, we got Cooper. Austin is back. You know, I, I, I just feel like, and we know that the, the, the stadium isn't going to be an issue. It's going to be a home game almost. I like our chances. I really, really like our chances. I am going to be very disappointed. Um, if the team goes out there and gives everything they have and the game is a battle all the way through and we come up short, I guess I'll live with it. We get blown out, I'm not going to be happy. But I, it is time for Dallas to go in here and get a win. It's time. Like we, Cowboy fans have been waiting too long for this. It's time. And we've got a winning formula to do it. It's just time to go do it. Okay. Oh, by the way, I'm taking the Cowboys. Get y'all to catch that. Just saying. All right. Um, next, we have Chargers at the Patriots. And uh, I'm going to start with K-Star on this one. Yeah, um, you know, I actually like the Chargers to win this game. You know, this is a 12-win team. We've seen the Patriots this year sputter uh, at times. You know, uh, I think that it's going to be a higher-scoring game than what people, or at least what the total is indicating. Um, but when you get Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, you saw what the pass rush able to apply on Lamar Jackson, uh, which no one really was able to do this year when he played in the last seven games of the year. Um you kind of get appreciation for how balanced they are. And then you look at them offensively between Melvin Gordon and, well, we know the names, and it just seems like it's Philip Rivers' time. Um, they're better defensively. They've had a better offense. They've been more efficient on both sides of the ball throughout the year. I don't really see that changing. Um, I think that the Patriots are more of a function as far as how they got their buy of a really bad division, whereas the Chargers were in one of the best divisions in the league this year, um, battling with Kansas City to the very end. So I think the Chargers are better the team, and I want to go with the Chargers on the road. 
okay. I'm surprised you're going against Tom Brady, man. You were you were you were on that Tom Brady bandwagon when I was saying I see him slipping. Um, so you know, no surprise. Yeah, I am too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Train, you're next. Man, um, no, no, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody here? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I'm going to go with the um, I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Man, I underestimated the man. I made a mistake last week. That was a mistake. I'm just going to say it. That was, just, that was a bad pick. That was, that was definitely a bad pick. Them boys play. Them boys are ready. I like their head coach. Um, you know, the Patriots have had their numbers in the past, but I, I think that this is not that Chargers team that allows you to just, you know, that they implode at the end of a the game. They can finish. So uh, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Chargers on this one. Okay, JB. This is going to be probably an underrated game. I think this is one that's going to be even better than what folks expect. I really do want the Chargers to win, but I'm, I'm actually going to go with the Patriots for a few reasons. One, to have the Chargers go across country twice, um, that's a lot to ask of them. The defense does travel, and I do expect the defense to play well. But also, too, even though the Patriots have struggled this year, they don't look like the Patriots of old, they're still formidable, especially at home in the playoffs. And they've had uh, another an additional week with the body get healthy to shore up some of these loose ends that they have. And um, I think they want to prove some of these critics wrong that think the, the, the torch has been passed and, and folks are, are get, able to get on the Patriots. I, I I just think the mystique of Gillette Stadium is going to be a lot to deal with as well. And, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Patriots. This is one game I'm going to tell you, though. I I really would like to see the Chargers win because I don't like the Patriots. But because we have to make choices, I'll take the Patriots. Yeah, picking a team doesn't mean you like them. It just means you think they're going to win. So, I get you. Um, Yeah, Jay Jay really summed up kind of where I'm at with this. And this is, for me, probably the toughest game of the weekend because I have been the one saying that the Chargers are different this year, that um, – um, drawing a blank. Okay. Uh, Philip Rivers, thank you, um, is different. Um, and, and certainly we saw that in the first game against the Ravens. We've seen it uh, throughout the season. It just feels like a different team. And everything in me is saying pick the Chargers. And, again, by the weekend, I may change my mind. But, you know, I think the Patriots have enough left. You know, 80% of Tom Brady is still better than most quarterbacks in the NFL. They're home. They had a week off to plan and prepare, rest. Um, You know, I'm sure they were breaking down the film of both teams, putting together tentative game plans against both teams. Um, you know, all the things you do when you when you have a first-round bye. If the Patriots had been in a wild-card game, um, I probably, unless it was Tennessee or something, uh, that would be about the only team I think they would have been able to beat. If it had been anybody else, I think I would have picked the other team, and I think the Patriots would have lost. But I think with a week off, Belichick being, you know, the genius he is, and I do think you're right, J.B. I think, um, you know, people like me and other people that do this for a living have been – calling out Tom Brady for a while. And, you know, at some point, no matter how determined you are, your body just isn't going to respond. But can Tom Brady muster it up for one game? I, I recall Michael Jordan at 38 coming out of retirement playing with the Wizards. 
and he was in Madison Square Garden against the Knicks, and he scored 55 points. And before that, you know, people were like, why did he come out of retirement, 38 years old, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, people had really been critical of Michael Jordan's decision to come down from the front office and, and re, you know, he was a general manager or president, whatever he was. He didn't own this team, but he was senior official. And he decided to come down out of the front office and join the team to just show them what it's like to practice hard, play hard. Like, let me show you. And he played for two years and he retired. Well, he got, you know, he got fired and then he retired um, for good. And I watched that game and he scored 55 points. You know, I watched Kobe's game where he scored 60, I think it was 60, his last game. And people were saying yep. the same thing. It's time, your knees, blah, 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 blah. And these great players can muster it up, right? They can, they can dig deep. And I, I think as much as I know Brady is slipping, and, man, Bill Rivers, man, I, I do believe this is your year to really make noise. And I won't be surprised. Like I said, by the weekend, y'all might be getting a text in, change my pick to the Chargers. But on Tuesday, I got to go with the Patriots. So, got the Patriots. All right. Last game of the weekend. Um, and I'm just going to pick, and I'm not even going to give in any details because y'all know where I'm going with this. Eagles at the Saints, the magic ends, Philly go home. Y'all, you know, you know. hey, if Philly wins, if Dallas and Philly wins, then Philly's got to come to Dallas for NFC championship game. So don't get it twisted. Would love to see Philly pull an upset. So they have to come to Dallas, assuming we're able to get that win Saturday night, and we host the NFC Championship game. Um, because in 2009, I sat uh, in the eve of a Madden tournament. K-Star, you might even have been there, at a hotel that was hosting the Madden tournament, and the same thing happened. Dallas played Philly for a third time in the playoffs, and we were all in the lobby watching the game, and the Cowboys won. Yep. And they had beat Philly three times that year. Um, so I'm not worried about if we got to meet Philly a week from now, but or two weeks from now, but that's we'll deal with that if it happens. But hey, I would love to see Philly pull an upset and that Dallas wins and now we host it instead of us having to go to New Orleans. Love to see that happen. But if we talk about picks, man, ain't no way I'm picking against the Saints in this one, bro. Week off, you know, they're hearing all this Foles magic and Philly's doing it again and they molly whopped them earlier. Man, they, they just, ooh, they looking at chops for this one. So, I got the Saints all day, all night. Um, Dr. Train, who you got, brother? Hey, come back to me real quick, see, sorry. Right, no yep, yep, yep. JB, who you got? Well, you know I'm going with the Saints also. I uh, think that the magic that the Eagles have, whatever you want to call it, also I'm agreeing with you. I think it comes to an end. I will say this, though. If the Eagles do happen to pull off a tremendous upset, don't be surprised about the, the the phrase quarterback controversy popping up and rearing its ugly head in full force. There'll probably be something to be said about that. But as far as I'm concerned, Saints at home is a no-brainer. They've got too many weapons. And you talk about tough places to play. You can talk about your Chiefs. You can talk about Gillette Stadium. But ain't no place like playing down in Norman. Ain't no place like it. They've got weapons on both sides of the ball that I know Caitlin uh, is going to employ, and, and it's, it's, going to be, it's going to be a double-digit victory, I'm predicting. Thanks over the Eagles. Okay. Okay, Star? 
Yeah, I'm sure it's probably going to be unanimous. I'm going to go with the Saints as well. Extra week at home. We saw what they did to the Eagles earlier this year. I do think the Eagles are going to put up actual points in this game, unlike the Carson-led variation of this team earlier this season, where they played the worst game of the season, the Eagles did. Um, definitely a high-scoring game, but, you know, New Orleans is at home. They have enough defense to get some stops. Really good pass rush. They absolutely um, – well, put like this, Philadelphia's – Defense, while it's been playing really well, I don't think it's played a, a quarterback that has the capacity that Drew Brees has. We saw what the Cowboys did and put up points pretty seamlessly against them when they got the overtime win. I think Brees will have a really good game against the Eagles. And I think it stops here. I'll uh, report this game, but, yeah, I'll just think. Okay. Uh, Train, you, you with us? I am with you guys. There is no foes magic. <laughs> Eagles played play well against Chicago. They pulled out the win. So, you know, uh, good ups to them. But uh, I'm definitely taking the Saints in this one. I just think the Saints are a better team. The Saints really put a whooping on them in the regular season. And, yep, the Eagles will be ready. They will battle. But I think the one thing I appreciate about the Saints – you know, after they take that, after they took that loss to the Cowboys, every team came at them real hard. I mean, real hard. I mean, they had slow starts to the offense, all that. But they didn't lose those games. They pulled those games out because they knew what was on the line, and they know what's on the line right here. So, uh, definitely takes to take the Saints in this. Okay. Um. All right. I think we've made our picks. Um, and, and just a program note, um, Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern time, uh, special edition of the Madden Voice, uh, Cowboy edition with your host, Commissioner T, and special guest, the one and only J.B. That's right. J.B. and Commissioner T will be teaming up what time is that? Uh, for about an hour on Saturday uh, to really dig deep in this divisional matchup between the Cowboys and the Rams. So certainly, K-Star and Train, you're welcome to join if, you, if you're interested. Uh, not required, but you're welcome to if you want to join. And um, But we're looking forward to just kind of focusing in on our big game that Saturday night. Um, nothing personal, guys. It, it's weird to sit here and we're the last team standing. <laughs> it's weird because it's usually either – it's usually the Steelers. It's never us. Um, certainly hasn't been the Bears in a while either. And, you know, the Bears look like – the, the better team, frankly, between us and them, and for us to still be alive and the Bears to be dead, I didn't see that coming. I really, if, if, if I had to put money on which team would advance between the Bears and the Cowboys, and someone said only one of you guys is going to advance, put money on it, I would have said the Bears are going to win and we're going to lose. So um wasn't expecting that at all. Um, but since we're here, we're going to enjoy this ride. It may end Saturday night, but um, Saturday morning, we're going to talk some football and um, – you know, see if we can just get some momentum, some cowboy momentum into this game Saturday night. So, um, on that note, final thoughts, because we said an hour and it's 10 o'clock. Ah, worked out good. So, let's, let's start with Dr. Train, because we know he's got a role. So, Dr. Train, final thoughts. Oh, boy, the wound is still open. Good grief. It's closing. It's closing. I guess it's going to be kind of a long off season. Um, I, I look forward to next year. Uh, hopefully we can remain healthy 
as we did this year. I think that that's I think that's one of the big things that some fans really don't understand why teams play better than others. Health is a big part of it. Uh, just just the players remaining healthy. You know what I'm saying? Not having season in the injuries. Um, so the bittersweet thing about Saturday is now I don't have to keep sneaking away and looking at my phone to see what the score of the game is, and I can just focus on my wife's 40th birthday party. Um, Jesus, this is just me. It's uh, funny how that worked out. So, um, yeah. And lastly, man, um, K-Star, you gave me so much crap earlier with this whole Nick Foles play better than Mr. Biscuit, but I won't give you crap because what I found out, what I found out about Antonio Brown today, listening to Ryan Clark, man, if you want us the Steelers to be saved, man, let that dude get traded, man. Get get that locker back. Get Mike Tumlin back on track. It does not make sense. That is a diva. That is that is. That is not what the Steelers need. That is not what Steelers is about. Cuss out Dick LeBeau. I know we ain't got time to get into it, but when I found that out, he does not deserve to be a Steeler. I hope you feel the same way, bro. He don't need to be with y'all team. Well, we'll whirl that over to Case Star on your final part. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, I got to I gotta catch all that stuff a little later on about the Ryan Clark. I didn't see that. Uh, I did hear. I, th- I thought I did read something earlier today. I was working, but I didn't get a chance to investigate it too thoroughly. Uh, what I do want to say is, okay, I'll check that out. What I do want to say is, uh, I know I gave Train some crap, um, you know. But here's the here's the truth of the matter: the, the Bears, they have a really good young foundation. Like this is a team that's going to be a problem for probably at least a few years to come. Definitely think Trubisky continues to get better. Really like their head coach. Defense is awesome. Um, so, you know, that and, and honestly, having no no, you know, horse in that game, it, that was a, an intense game. I couldn't imagine how you felt afterward. Uh, it was an awesome game. And um, I, I think the Bears are definitely a Super Bowl contender uh, next season. I know it's a long way away. I know it's painful, but they're good, bro. They're good. But, yeah, man, that's all I have. I'm looking forward to these games. The Colts Chiefs, I think, probably the most underrated of the games. The Andrew Luck versus Patrick Mahomes is going to be a delight. And best of luck to the Cowboys this weekend. They definitely have some matchups uh, in their favor. So, I mean, the upset is certainly possible. All right, JB, final words. Uh, just two. We never did really get to talk about the coaching carousel and, and eight of the 32 teams looking for new coaches. But I just want to touch on it real quick. Hopefully we'll have some more uh, black coaches in the NFL. Uh, I think some of them, like Wilkes out in uh, uh, Arizona, some of them got a bad bad rap for performing for organizations that really don't have it together. So I'm hoping to see more of that. And obviously seeing some minority ownership too. We need more diversity from the, the higher ranks in the NFL and pro sports in general, but just talking about NFL uh, specifically. Uh, lastly, with the Cowboys, I'm just going to say three words. Finish the fight. Okay. Um, you know, you know, we there's there's always stuff left that we can discuss, and um, you know, normally on a night like tonight, um, you know, it, we we would have probably dissected the championship game last night a little bit, and we didn't. But my my only comment on it, and maybe next week we can dig into it a little bit more if we're interested. But 
I think there was many people that picked Clemson to win last night, but there, I don't know that anybody saw a whooping coming to an Alabama team. Nope. No one. And so my point really is bringing it into the NFL, um, anything can happen. Because it, that, to me, was the shock of – certainly the shock of the year, if not the shock of many years, to see Alabama just – you know, I, I, I know JB knows this much better than me, but when the second half started, 31-16, I said, okay, here they come. I was sitting back waiting. I'm like, okay, they're going to go in, they're going to make some adjustments, and they're going to come out both guns loaded, and, and they shut out in the second half. I say that not really to get into that game, to say anything is possible in the NFL. <laughs> and if anybody's thinking nobody has a chance, you know, uh, Cowboys have no chance to go into L.A. And, and shut down the Rams. Well, remember what we did to, to the Saints, and remember what the Bears did to the Rams. You know, the Eagles have no chance to go into New Orleans and beat the Saints. Well, um, you know, I don't want to call it Foles magic, but the Eagles are playing well, and that defense right now looks much better than it did first game uh, when Carson Wentz played against the, the Saints. You know, um, we already know what the Chargers have been doing, 12-4 and four, um, this season. We know, we know what they've been doing. And, you know, it, 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 you know so – uh, anything can happen. Anything can happen. So don't anybody count anybody out because it's wide open. It's wide open. So looking forward to the game. Looking forward to Saturday morning, special edition of the Madden Boys. Um, happy birthday to uh, Mrs. Train. Hope her birthday party is Fabimundo. Uh, um, yes, sir. I know, Dr. Train, I know Dr. Train well enough to know that it will be. So happy birthday to uh uh, Mrs. Train, and, um, you know, again, we were, we were very well behaved for Mama Train because we don't want Mama Train to be upset with us using language that we shouldn't be using. So thank you, gentlemen, for keeping it respectful. So on that note, we're going to get on out of here. I'm going to rewind and see what kind of blasphemy 45 is talking about. Um, so that's where I'm at. So, again, great show, guys. We'll be back next Tuesday night for Dr. Train. For uh, JB and, of course, for K-Star, everybody have a good night. Enjoy the games this weekend. And one more weekend, we're going to see that all feuds are settled on the field. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody.